It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Friday on Twitter. At James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals, subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. It is great to be with you today. It was a great day for the NFL yesterday. More on that in just a second. You're going to get my prediction for Bengals Panthers coming up in just a few minutes. I also want to talk about what Baker Mayfield did last night. So we will do that as well. But let's start with Sunday. We'll talk about Sunday. I'll give you my prediction for Bengals and Panthers. But first, a word from The Athletic, a quick reminder. If you're looking for Bengals coverage no one does it better than Joe Goodberry. He comes on weekly, breaks down the film. I know you love having him or, or hearing him. Most of you love when we have him on the podcast. Well, right now you can subscribe to The Athletic and read all of Joe's stuff, plus get Jay Morris and Jay Glazer, all these different NFL writers. Maybe you like college football. Maybe you like baseball. Maybe you're paying attention to the NBA or college hoops. The Athletic has you covered there as well. It's a, a really useful tool. If you're a diehard sports fan, all you got to do now to save 40% off, go to, go to theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals. Again, theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals, and you're going to save 40% off your subscription, and you're going to get smarter sports coverage for diehard fans. The Athletics model is simple. They don't have ads. They don't have pop-ups, no autoplay videos. They're going to give you authentic, in-depth coverage of your favorite teams, including the Bengals with Joe Goodberry and Jay Morrison. Again, theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals. Now let's dive into this weekend because it's Bengals and it's Panthers. You've heard from Darquez Denard this week. You've heard from Joe Mixon this week. You've heard from Mark Walton this week. I get it. Look, I, I get it. I understand the Bengals are banged up. Billy Price is down and Joe Mixon's down. By the way, update, he was jogging at practice today. Jogging. So that's a, a, an update there. I just assume both guys are going to be out for a month. does seem like Price, his injury might be a little more severe than what Mixon is dealing with. But again, who knows? Preston Brown listed as questionable. Michael Johnson listed as questionable. This team's banged up right now. Let's be honest. It is. And they're going down to the Panthers and playing going down to Carolina and playing the Panthers. And the Panthers, well, let's be honest about them as well. They're good at home. Despite being banged up. They've won six straight home games going back to last year. Left tackle, out for the year. Right tackle, out for the year. Greg Olson, out for a while. Cam Newton is throwing to Devin Funches, Christian McCaffrey, and, you know, to Torrey Smith, the, the ghost of his, and Jarius Wright, and guys like that. But you're nervous about this game, as you should be. This is going to be a hard place to win at. But the more I think about it, the more I think the Bengals should win. You know why? They're better. Andy Dalton right now is better than Cam Newton. Not one for one. I would take Cam 10 times out of 10. That's not what I'm saying. But Andy Dalton right now in this offense 
with AJ Green and John Ross and Giovanni Bernard, all these guys, with all of with the offense and, and the way it's presently constructed, Andy Dalton is a better quarterback than Cam Newton with the way his offense is presently constructed. I talked about it earlier this week. Dalton's pre-snap checks, his pre-snap audibles, that is very crucial in a game like Sunday. That's going to make or break this team. Why? Because that pass rush for Carolina, that front seven for Carolina is going to eat them alive if they don't get it right. He's got to make the necessary calls and the necessary audibles. I think he can do that. I think that's very realistic. We've seen it already. Why wouldn't he be able to go down there and make the same adjustments on the fly at the snap? I think he will be able to do that. I think Bill Lazor is going to pull... A couple things, a couple wrinkles among their offense or for their offense that gives them the edge. I, I really do. I think the Bengals should win this game. And if they do, they're going to a place like Carolina against Cam Newton, a former league MVP, against Christian McCaffrey, who's one of the toughest players, honestly, in the NFL to, to plan for because they use him in so many different ways. And they should go down there and win. And they would do it, if so, without their starting center, without their starting running back, without their best linebacker, without a veteran, because I don't think Michael Johnson's going to play yet, without a veteran defensive end, with a hobbled Preston Brown who will not be 100% if he does play. Like this team, they're doing it with a lot of issues. And so that is where I'm at right now. And I've went back and forth with this game a lot like I went back and forth with the Ravens. But they should win in Carolina. It's going to be tough. It's going to be ugly. There are going to be times on Sunday where you're beating your head against the wall the same way you did week one. It will not be 21 to nothing. It will not be 28 to 7. That that stuff is out the window. This game is going to be a grinded out 16, 13, 21, 17, 24, 20 at max. At the highest, the most points scored in this game at max, I think, would be the winning team either way, 24. That's the max. Because I think this defense uh, defense is going to get after Cam Newton. This defensive line is going to get after Cam Newton. And if that's the case, and the linebackers can somehow find a way to guard Cam uh, or in guard Christian McCaffrey, excuse me, downfield. And the corners do their job, which I expect. What, what is there to worry about? To me, there's not much to worry about. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I'm just not sure how they're going to guard Christian McCaffrey. That's the one thing. That's the one thing. And, and you heard from Darquez Denard uh, yesterday, and I think that that's the key. If he's in the slot, I like that matchup with Denard. Denard has the quickness, has the foot speed, et cetera, to stay with McCaffrey. If you're talking about Hardy Nickerson guarding him or a hobbled Preston Brown guarding him or Vinny Ray guarding him or insert whatever linebacker you want, now I'm concerned. So I think that will be an interesting matchup, defense versus offense. But the Bengals' offense, this should be the Eifert game, honestly, because the, the secondary is banged up for Carolina. And... I expect them to still be able to move the ball down the field. The key is going to be transitioning and punching it in in the red zone. And I don't think you're going to be able to run the ball in the red zone. I also don't think Carolina is going to give up three touchdowns to A.J. Green. What does that mean? you got to go to one of your best red zone threats. I think that's Tyler Eifert. He has yet to have a touchdown this season. 
He's really good in the red zone. I think this could be his breakout game. And I'll say this. Some of those screen passes that, that Joe Mixon catches, why not run those and, and just split Ross out, like mo- line him up in the backfield and then motion him like Mixon has. Hike quick to Ross and let him run. Even if it's a, a pickup of five or six, great. If he gets a couple blocks, who knows what happens. That's the one thing in, in Monday Night Football yesterday. The Jets did really well. That little screen pass to Quincy Inunua. That worked about two or three times, third and seven, third and six. They were converting on. Try that on first and second down. Get that. Do that. So to me, I think this might be the first game where you see the the Bengals offense try to manufacture touches for John Ross. I think they're going to manufacture touches for Tyler Eifert, especially in the red zone. And they're going to go no holds barred. I've talked to multiple people down there. That offense is going to stay the same. Without Joe Mixon, it's not changing much. The thing that I think needs to change is just switching up some of the looks you give because you're going into a a monster's cage right now. The Panthers' defense is pissed off, and they're angry, and they're mad. They gave up 100-plus yards rushing. It was like 170 yards rushing to Atlanta last week. They're going to want to change that and fix that, and I think they will. I'm not sure the Bengals are going to have much of a, a, a running game. I know all these people are rushing to pick up Giovanni Bernard in fantasy, and I get it, fine. I don't have him starting in any of my leagues. I just don't. Now, that might be a mistake. Who knows? And really, the the biggest reason I'm not starting him is because I got, like, James Conner in a league with, with Gio just sitting on my bench, et cetera, as my RB2. So it's like, you know, you can only start so many. Like, I'm starting Melvin Gordon over Gio. But the point remains, I don't expect the Bengals to be able to go in there and run for 150-plus yards. Some of their runs are going to have to be screen passes. And I, I'm really interested in seeing what Bill Lazor does. I'm really interested in seeing how Andy Dalton handles this. Because this is going to be one of those games now where the Bengals are going to have to win with defense and they're going to have to win with Andy being smart. Andy can't be afraid to throw it away, which he hasn't been in his career. Andy can't be afraid to take a sack if he needs to instead of throwing that interception. And most importantly, Andy's going to have to make the right decisions at the line of scrimmage. If he does that... I think the Bengals handle their business. I'm rolling with the Bengals, which might jinx them. I got them 24-20. They're going to go into Carolina. There's going to be some points scored. I think there's going to be a broken play or two. There might be a pick six on either side, and uh, that's why the the defensive struggle changes a little, and there's the points are elevated. I think there will be multiple turnovers on both ends, and I think the Bengals find a way to win. 24 to 20. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Up next, let's discuss what happened last night in Cleveland and how it impacts your Bengals. That's next, but first, a word from my bookie. You know, ever since I, I got into radio, honestly, and even before that, you always get asked about who you think is going to win, point spreads, etc. Look, who you bet on is just as important as where you bet in my bookie is where I bet. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. I'm urging you, make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game betting, live betting, over/unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, the Browns were minus 4 at halftime with Baker Mayfield in, and you could feel the energy right? It's halftime. They're down 14-3. to You know they're going to be throwing the ball. You know they're going to be trying to score and score quickly. Well, they were four-point favorites for the second half. That's in-game betting offered by my bookie. I cashed in on that because 
Well, they outscored them 18-3 to in the second half, easily covered that four-point spread as the Browns got their first win. You can do that, too, with my bookie. They're slammed with new betters, and they want to get everyone in, and they want to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they're going to give you an additional $25 free pay, free play Excuse me, on deposits over $100. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code LOCKED ON 25 to activate the offer. Again, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. That's my bookie online. Promo code locked on 25 to get your deposit matched dollar for dollar plus an extra 25 bucks on deposits over $100 after 7 p.m. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And with great pride, I say, the Browns are in victory formation. Baker Mayfield takes a knee. Count it down, everybody. The Browns are winners tonight. And the drought is over. Led by the number one overall draft choice, Baker Mayfield. They come back and win over the Jets. 21-17. Hallelujah. (laughs) Finally. He is the kid from nowhere. I mean, he's come from nowhere to be a starter at Texas Tech at Oklahoma. And what he did tonight was pretty darn impressive. Nobody leaving the stadium. It's their first win, and it's not going to be their last win. Now they've got one, and here we go. Fans holding up signs that say, finally. Listen to this stadium as the Browns head towards their locker room. What a great moment. A long time coming, and they've done it. That's Jim Donovan, Browns Radio Network. And I get it. It's locked on Bengals. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just want to say that, and I've worked with Jim Donovan a couple times on Browns broadcast. I just want to say that I'm happy for Cleveland, for fans. Look, you're a fan. Wherever you're listening from, whether it's in Cincinnati here, whether you're in what we have listeners in England, whether you're in Australia, wherever you're at, Canada, wherever you're at across the country, fine. But you can relate to being down. I I couldn't imagine not winning a game for 635 days. I couldn't imagine a quarterback quarterback in Robert Griffin being the last quarterback to to lead my team to victory in 2016. So I feel good today for for Browns fans. Just being a fan, I don't wish that on anyone. Not that bad. Like, that is awful. I don't want that on anyone. Even, anyone. But definitely not the Browns. Um, and certainly not Hugh Jackson, who I think gets an unfair rap. I think people in the media, I think people that cover the Browns, most people that cover the Browns, don't give Hugh Jackson a fair shake. They, they're not honest about what happened with Hugh Jackson when he took that job. He took that job. They got rid of all their players. It would be like the Bengals hiring a new coach this past offseason and then getting rid of A.J. Green 
and getting rid of Andy Dalton and getting rid of all these different guys and then giving him spare parts and expecting victories and expecting him to coach flawlessly even though he doesn't have talent, so he's probably overthinking things and questioning things and getting way too creative and doing all this stuff. No, no, no. Stop it all. Um, But what does – I think that yesterday is going to be a where were you moment. Look, you you know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. I, I said it during the draft. I said it after they picked him first overall. I thought the Browns got it right. Baker Mayfield is legit, and I think you saw it yesterday. Yesterday will be a where were you moment. Where were you when Tyrod Taylor went down with an injury, Baker Mayfield came in and started throwing darts all over the field? And I get it, it's just one game, and I've gotten that on Twitter a lot, and, and I posted videos of him on social media, and I, I get it. It's fine. I know. I, I mostly talk about the Bengals. I'll be talking plenty Bengals 365 days a year. I mean, I try to talk Bengals every single day on Twitter. I do this daily podcast, all that stuff. But the AFC North, the the power is changing. And that doesn't mean that the Bengals can't be involved in that. But the Browns are going to be good sooner rather than later. Did you see Baker yesterday? That, to me, looked like a good quarterback. And you know what it reminded me of as far as debuts go? Me neither. Because I've never seen a rookie come in like that during a debut and play flawless. I mean, he had one fumble. After completing two passes, but he finished 17 of 23, 201 yards. Led the Browns back down 14-0. They win 21-17. He's responsible for all 21 points. Or he was in when they scored all 21 points. Um, it, it's just so composed, unflappable, uh, a- able to move in the pocket, keep his eyes downfield. Like To me, Baker Mayfield, you guys are going to hate me saying this. Baker Mayfield, it, it reminds me of three quarterbacks. He moves in the pocket and keeps his eyes downfield like Tony Romo. He's got the fire in that that it factor, that leadership, that I hate to play against you but love when you're on my team quality that Phillip Rivers has. And he's got the size of Drew Brees. That's what Baker Mayfield is to me. And I, I love the, the people that say, oh, he's too small. He should have went with Sam Darnold. Now, Baker's better. You saw it there. Baker Mayfield is better. No, I'm not saying Sam Darnold has the same defense. I'm not saying Sam Darnold it wasn't it didn't run into a buzzsaw, honestly, because once Baker came in, it was just it was crazy there at first energy stadium at Cleveland. But the AFC North is going to be interesting over the next couple of years. The window for the Bengals, that that target date is as excited as I am this year. Next year might be that year as long as the Browns don't go on the fast track. Because next season, I think Le'Veon Bell will be gone. The Steelers are going to take a step back. That defense isn't anywhere. Um, Ben Roethlisberger, old. I think the Steelers recover, by the way, and win Monday. I I got them Monday night. I'll pick them against Ryan Fitzmagic all day long. Um, But but I think the Steelers could take a step back. The Ravens will likely be transitioning to a first-year starter in Lamar Jackson in 2019. That's your year. That's your year as long as the Browns don't hit the fast forward button with Baker, which now he's going to start. He is going to start. I've talked to people in Cleveland today. Hugh Jackson didn't want to announce it with Tyrod Taylor concussed. Baker Mayfield's going to start, and I I just think it's very interesting. Must-see television. Great for the NFL. Like, yesterday was a fun football game to watch on a Thursday night, and who the hell would have thought it would be fun to watch the Jets and the Browns on Thursday night? That sounds awful on paper, but it was a lot of fun. And Baker Mayfield's a big reason why. And again, going into the draft... 
I, I heck, I think I played clips from from Dan Horde. I think I played clips. Obviously, Joe Goodberry and I talked about it. Joe comes on every week. He's with the Athletic, and it's like, look, Baker's legit. Whoever gets him, well, the Browns got him, and you got to see it yesterday. Quite interesting. If you're a Bengals fan, I, I want to see Baker. I, I want to see Sunday. I'm excited for Sunday. I think the Bengals are going to get it done. You can uh, tweet me at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. By the way, I know we didn't do voicemails this week. That's on me. I apologize. Uh, we will do voicemails, win, lose, draw next week. The call in number 513 666 0328. That's the Locked On Bengals hotline. Again, 513 666 0328. And when you call that, make sure that you leave a voicemail. Call me on Sunday after the game, and then we'll we'll talk about it on Monday. Uh, instant reaction. Uh, in fact, actually, we'll do a, a reaction on Sunday. Call me, leave me a voicemail, and uh, we will have a, a post-game podcast on Sunday afternoon. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening today. Again, follow on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Do me a favor. Five-star reviews on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Subscribe, okay? Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Thanks for listening today on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.